to the podcast. This is But What's Next with me, Michelle Reed. I am so, so excited for this episode because it was technically my first podcast that I actually interviewed someone. I'm not really sure if these are going up in the order that I'm recording them, but this was the first official one. I'm so excited for this episode because Laura is such a sweet friend of mine. She actually worked with me whenever I worked my traditional nine to five that I left and I just really really admired her as a person. She is such a hard worker and actually just got promoted. She is absolutely incredible. I love her but the main reason why I wanted to have her on was on my YouTube channel I've always gotten so many questions about moving to New York City specifically for your first job and for me I moved here for college if you guys don't know me. I moved my freshman year of college and so it's a lot different living here and being here post-grad when you do kind of have all of your college friends here. My network's here. This is just kind of where I've always been and so it's hard for me to give advice for people who are moving here because I just feel like I've been here for so long but Laura actually moved from Florida and she moved here whenever she started her job and we'll go into this more but she actually moved here before she even had her first job so she is such a hard worker she's so motivated and she works in the social media marketing industry if that is something that you're interested she kind of touched on tips for going into that industry things to know expectations versus realities but the main focus is on living in New York City and kind of being here post-grad getting your first job which I don't know I feel like that's a goal for a lot of people I feel like moving to New York City after college is kind of like the main time that people do it and so I thought that this would be a good episode to have her on I love Laura she's great I'll have her information down in the show notes of this podcast but on my youtube channel i feel like i don't really mention a lot of my friends or kind of include them in the content and so it's really exciting for me to put together a podcast episode with someone who i really do admire who i think is really special and someone who i think you can definitely learn from and so without further ado let's go ahead and get into this episode i am so excited for this episode because i have one of my really good friends laura on hi <laughs> I'm so excited because this is officially my first episode interviewing someone, so we might still be working out the kinks a little bit, but I'm so excited to have Laura on. I actually used to work with Laura, which is how we met, but I get all these questions all the time about how to move to New York City and like starting your first job and like moving from somewhere that's a lot farther away and just kind of like starting out and I was trying to think of someone who I could have on who like knew the answers to these questions and (laughs) Laura actually moved from Florida and so she knows a lot about you know moving to a place that's like super different from where you went to college and Mm -hmm. so I'm so excited to have her on to answer some questions that I came up with and then also I had some that a lot of people have asked me that I just thought that I would ask Laura. So to start out, I have two questions that I ask everyone at the start. But the first one is, what is one thing you tell your freshman year of college self? Like if you could go back. Um, I feel like I would tell myself to take things a little slower and not try to rush for the future. When I was in college, I was constantly thinking ahead. Okay, what am I doing next? 
you know, where am I going to be in like five years? Yeah. Like I feel like college went by so fast and now I'm an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get that time back. You have the rest of your life to be an adult, do whatever you want. You yeah. only really have four years to yeah. be a college person and enjoy that time. Yeah. So I feel like just telling myself to slow it down and really just enjoy mm-hmm. those moments. No, I totally agree. Did you graduate in four years or so three years? It was three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I graduated graduated one semester early. Okay, that's what I thought because yeah. I did three years too and I just sometimes feel like I don't regret it. It was good in the moment, mm-hmm. but I do sometimes have moments where I'm like, I wonder what it'd be like actually fully enjoy all the time that I had in college for like starting a job and whatnot. Yeah. Did you feel pressure in college to graduate with a job? Mm-hmm. I definitely think I did. Everyone who, my friends, they were all applying to jobs way in advance. And I was like, well, with my major, I don't think I can do that. (laughs) Like, I need to do it like two weeks before I graduated. Mm. I was definitely so scared. My biggest fear, I think at the time, was graduating without a job. Really just terrified me. Yeah. No, I definitely had like that same fear. And I feel like it's good not to rush into things and actually take your time. And then the next question is, what is one skill you think is important to have when starting your career that no one really talks about? Or something that people do talk about that you think is important? This might sound like really cliche, but Mm -hmm. I feel having drive and having ambition is just really important because... You know, you can always, I know a lot of people like in college will say it's very important to have a lot of connections to like yeah. help you get a job, you know, succeed in your career. You need to know how to do, like use Excel mm. or be good at public speaking. But I feel like if you have drive and ambition, you can do a lot of things, you yeah. know, like you can teach yourself anything if you have that drive. I was literally talking to someone. I was, I'm so tired of everyone telling me that networking is so yeah. important. I'm like, okay, we get it. There are other things. <laughs> Too, that are important no i know it actually scared me too when i was in college because everyone was like you need to have 500 <laughs> linkedin members that are like following yeah. you and i was like i only have 60 yeah no and i just i think especially for people who move to the city that self-motivation mm-hmm. is so important every person i met who's done really well for themselves here they do have that personality yeah. trait yeah. and so i would definitely say that that's super important but So the first thing we're going to kind of go into is kind of college Mm -hmm. stuff because I know a lot of the people who are listening to this podcast are probably graduating soon. And so just some background information for one. Um, What was your major in college? So I majored in advertising and public relations, but when I went into college, I definitely didn't start off that Mm -hmm. way. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do like business. But then my first semester at college, like ever, mm. I failed my intro to economics class. <laughs> I just, You're like, like no. <laughs> I like did not comprehend it. And I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm not doing well in this. I talked to my guidance counselor and she was like, well, here are your options. Like, mm. you know, you can look into this. And one of my best friends at the time, you know, you should look into PR. Like, mm. it's all about social media. And like, I loved social media. And so... Mm. I feel like that's honestly what helped me pick that major. Yeah. And do you feel like in college, if you say you graduate and you have your major, mm-hmm. do you think that you necessarily have to get a job that pertains to your major? Honestly, no. And I didn't yeah. even realize that until I graduated because I feel like a lot of the people that I'm friends with or I work with, like mm-hmm. they come from so many different majors. Like I know some people come from like an English background or like, you know, like philosophy something Mm -hmm. so random so I I honestly don't think it matters Mm -hmm. just as long as like your experience kind of ladders up to 
what you're working in. Kind of like going off that, how did you figure out what field you wanted to work in like after college? Like did you do internships or yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah, so when I was in college, I did two internships. And when I first started my major, I really thought I wanted to be like in the advertising mm-hmm. world, do media buying or all this cool, cool stuff like that. Yeah. And when I did my first internship, it was great. It was like an agency experience, yeah. but I was doing social media for the brand mm. and I was just not good at it. Like yeah. do, picking the pictures, like <laughs> that was the easiest part. <laughs> See, I do not believe that because Laura's Instagram is so aesthetic. I know, like, no, so, like, but that's made, probably because it's yeah, you. Yeah. Like it's different. It was so hard trying to talk into like a brand's voice and then yeah. I would just, when it came to the captions, it would literally take me 30 minutes to think of like <laughs> one Twitter caption and I'm like, yeah. I don't, I can't do this. Um, Which is good. Like, I think that's the point of doing internships so you can learn what works best for you. Um, But I don't think I, like, really knew what I wanted to do Mm. until I was job searching. And, you know, my job just kind of came to my lap. Oh, my gosh, this is it. This is the one. Did you apply for a ton of different jobs or were you more tailored? Like, this is what I want to do. Honestly, this is so bad. But when I was applying to jobs, I, I think I maybe applied to four in total yeah. which is so bad that's I was like that too <laughs> looking back I'm like oh my god only four that's terrible <laughs> I was just so picky yeah. when looking through jobs because I wanted to make sure that whatever I was doing it was what I wanted to do I was really interested in it and so when it came to the job hunt it was like really different I applied for PR jobs I applied for like marketing um, I didn't care as long as the company was like really yeah. cool. I think that's good. I just feel like so many people tell people that you need to apply to like a hundred different jobs. Mm-hmm. So then like 10 will respond right. or something. And I just feel like not true. Maybe if you're just going onto LinkedIn and kind of mass applying to things, but I feel like if you're really being specific and reaching out based off of like people that you know, mm-hmm. then you don't necessarily need to apply to like so many. Yeah. And then also, did you know like from the start that you wanted to move to New York City? I think... When I, okay, so here's the background on my love for New York mm-hmm. City. When I was in middle school and high school, I just kind of, like, fell in love with the idea, like, from, mm-hmm. like, the movies I watched and, like, TV shows. It didn't really hit me until after college. Mm-hmm. My last semester, I was like, okay, I'm not staying in Florida. Yeah. It, it's just not. <laughs> I feel like all Florida people <laughs> I know, say like, that. I'm not staying here. I gotta go. Um, but I was like, I made this Excel sheet of, like, Of course. <laughs> Of course. (laughs) Of all these different cities that Mm. I, you know, would potentially want to move to. New York was definitely at the top of my list, Mm. but I just knew how expensive it would be to move there. So I was like looking at places like Atlanta, Mm. you know, Austin, Texas, Seattle, like just everywhere and trying to compare what would my life be like Mm. in like each of these areas. And I was so proud of my Excel sheet and I brought it to my parents and I was like, well, this is what I think I'm going to do. And they were like, what are, what are all these cities? (laughs) They're like, you've never talked about any of this except for New York. (laughs) And so they were like, you should just go for it. You know, like this Mm -hmm. is your dream. Like you need to make it happen. And I think that like having their support really helped me, you know, go for it. And so my last semester of college, we're doing New York and it's yeah. gonna happen. 
And I feel like that's the best time to do it too is like right when you're done with college, you have like all that momentum to do something crazy. It is a hard place to live and we'll go more into living in New Mm -hmm. York, those kinds of things. But there's so much opportunity here that like, yeah, it's expensive, but it also teaches you like how to be better managing your money and things like that. And so I wouldn't believe all the stuff that you hear that like you can't move to New York. It's so hard. Like literally all of my friends. Okay. Except for like two, Mm -hmm. they were so scared for me and just like, how are you going to do this? That's not reasonable. And I'm like, no, it is. It will be. (laughs) And so another fun fact is I bought my one-way ticket to New York before I even had a job, before I had an apartment like lined up. I was like, this is going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. Which is a good, like, mindset to have. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that's, like, most of the people that I hear that move here, Mm -hmm. they, like, have that mindset. Like, I don't really know how this is going to work out, but I have all, like, this energy to make it happen, and so it's going to happen. And I feel fear is, like, the one thing that holds you back from doing what you want, and, like, just eliminating that really helps you really just do whatever you want. Yeah, and I do think that, like, having the support from your parents, like Mm -hmm. you said, is also really nice. Because I know a lot of people, it's, like, their parents are super not into that. Yeah. And I was, like, the youngest of five, so I felt like by the point they got to me, it was kind of like, you can do, like, (laughs) whatever you want. Um, But I know that some kids, their parents are really, really opposed to it. So that's really fortunate that, like, your parents Mm -hmm. are down. Um, And so kind of going into, like, job stuff, I know a lot of people who are listening are probably working to get their first job Mm -hmm. and wanted to ask if you had any tips for making your resume stand out tailored to what um, job you want. Yeah, so I think the biggest tip that I learned, okay, again, I only applied to, like, four (laughs) jobs when I was, like, searching. Hey, but you got one, so. (laughs) Make it pretty, Mm. but don't make it too girly or too feminine because you want to make sure that the person who's looking at your resume is, okay, she's serious, like, she's whatever. Learn that you need to make each resume so different for the Mm. job you're applying for. It should take you maybe, like, 30 minutes for each resume. Tailor it towards your you know, the company you're applying for yeah. because, I mean, it's all different. A tip that I kind yeah. of learned. No, I agree. And I feel like a lot of people, they just have, like, one resume and they just and send it out. Yep. You have to tailor the words yeah. based on what yeah. the application says yeah. and make it more applicable. But I agree. I was always so nervous to make mine pretty. That was one thing I really never did. Because <laughs> I went to college and I took this class and it's actually a professor that I'm going to have on because he did mm-hmm. a really good job. He always told us use, like, a format and don't make it super creative. Oh but I feel like for going into things like marketing, right. like, social media, yeah. it is good to mm-hmm. make it, like, visually appealing. Yeah. But mine was just, like, this boring. Oh my gosh. Black and white. Now I want to see yours. Mine's really cute. Because I remember talking to someone and they said that theirs was really cute. And I was like, I don't really think that I knew you could make your resume cute. (laughs) What do you think are some good tips to stand out in an interview? Oh my goodness. Like maybe it's Um, the first interview you have with a company. I feel like obviously make a lot of eye contact and Mm. look like super confident and make sure you dress for the job. I've heard like people say they would stalk a company mm-hmm. and like, look at their Instagram to see what their employees were wearing and then kind of dress the same yeah. as like the employees, which I think is smart. Um, but just dress for the job you want. Mm-hmm. And then also just being a really good listener and asking the right questions yeah. also really helps. You don't want to come to the end of your interview and have them say, do you have any questions? And you're like, nope, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like it's more conversational mm-hmm. than people make it out mm-hmm. to be. 
And at the end of the day, people really like talking about themselves. And I feel like in an interview when you ask them a lot of questions, and obviously you need to answer the questions they ask you in like a thoughtful way, but being a good listener is definitely Mm -hmm. so important. No, 100%. Do you have any bad interview stories? Um, yes, I actually do. So when I was in college, I was trying to apply to this internship that mm-hmm. was really cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going <laughs> to be the new me. And so I get to my interview and she was, okay, tell me about your previous internship experiences. Mm-hmm. I was kind of talking poorly yeah. of my experiences, which you, you should never do. Yeah. Like each experience you have, like make sure you talk highly of the like previous company that you worked for yeah well i just feel like i didn't learn enough thought that was so smart for some reason mm-hmm. and then i didn't get a call back so <laughs> you're like that was there. not the right yeah. answer so <laughs> and so like whenever i was applying for actual jobs yeah. i made sure i talked really highly of my previous yeah. you know companies just shared how much i learned from them instead of talking mm-hmm. about like the negative experiences yeah you have to twist like everything into yeah. a positive exactly then it shows oh this person's a positive yeah. person they make the best out of like every situation yeah. Yeah. even if it was an awful situation or whatever yeah. don't be a negative nancy yeah <laughs> And then once you got your first job, what are like some things you didn't anticipate would happen? Mm-hmm. Or just things that maybe were new that you had to get used to? Yeah, I feel like... Could even be like first internship, first yeah. working experience. So one thing I didn't know mm-hmm. whenever you're working in like an internship or mm-hmm. like a job is like there are peak periods during yeah. the year where like things make it really, really busy. And then sometimes during the other parts mm-hmm. of the year, really relaxed. And I genuinely did not know that until I started like working yeah um and so it was good talking to other people at the company who've had experience like that you know this is very normal like it's okay I was like oh my god what's happening like I can't yeah like yeah yeah and you're probably in the first peak season you're like oh my gosh it's gonna be like this for the rest of the job yeah but it's like yeah it's not like that all the time I mean different agencies are like completely different but it's like you know you're kind of busy in certain seasons so that was something I didn't expect yeah I feel like you always have to remember that like it's not going to be like this forever yeah like things come in seasons for sure Mm -hmm. and then if someone was looking to like get into social media marketing Mm -hmm. what do you feel like are important skills for them to have because I know it's a very like up-and-coming job but I feel like when I was applying it was so new that you kind of didn't know what are important skills to have like is it all knowing analytics or is it more I feel like it's a little bit of everything Mm. um I feel like you have to be good at so many different skills but like not really like I said before like you have to just have that drive and ambition to be willing to learn anything Mm. but I feel like it's good to be really good at research and really good at analytics and understand you know different market trends whatever Mm. whatever so I feel the biggest piece of advice is just do your research you can set like google alerts for marketing or you know social media whatever and just do your research and keep up with up and coming trends in the agency yeah do you have like a favorite source for getting hot news on social media (laughs) hot news is a bad term So I actually hate reading. Yeah. I hate reading like, super wordy text. Mm. Um, so I actually use this app Medium. I don't know if you... I feel like I do know what it is. But... It's like, it's so many different categories. So like mm. you can look at it for like humor and like social media. And there's mm. also like a marketing section where like people just have more of like their own opinion based like articles of like, mm. this is where I think social media is going or whatever. Mm. And it's like written by an actual human. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's really 
easy to digest, which is good for me. So I love this app and I think you get four articles for free like a month. And Mm. then I think after that, it's just like 99 cents. It's like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. That's awesome. And then my last little like job question is I feel like, especially in New York, sometimes it can be hard to kind of cultivate work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips for like kind of incorporating that more into your career, um, especially like working at a job that maybe has like longer hours? Yeah. Again, every agency is so different. And like some companies, you have to be at work until you finish it. Yeah. Um. Luckily, like where I work, like yeah. I can take it home if I need to. And yeah. so sometimes whenever, you know, the day is going to be long, like I like to bring it home, Mm. have dinner, like have a little bit of me time, like maybe just an hour and then, you know, continue on. Um, And I also feel like taking advantage of your weekends. Like my weekends are my ritual. Like I have this set routine of like Mm. waking up, getting coffee, going to Trader Joe's. I live for your like Saturday morning Instagram stories. (laughs) You're like apartment is clean. (laughs) My Saturdays are just so important to me. So I feel like whenever you're not at work, you need to just Mm. take advantage of it. Do what you love. I'm similar to you in that we both aren't really like going out, hitting the town. (laughs) And I remember one time in one of my videos, someone was like, your weekend seems so boring. You just like go to Trader Joe's and clean your apartment. It's like, you do not understand. Like to me, that's no, fun. It's fun. Like literally roaming around Trader Joe's like yeah. on a Saturday morning when it's like not super packed. It's yeah. the best. It is so good. I feel like once you start working, you really understand how important doing yeah. stuff like that on the weekend mm-hmm. is. Because then there's a quote that's like, a Sunday well spent means a week of something. But it talks about how like doing those things on a Sunday like makes yeah. the rest of your week really just like, like solid. Tone, yeah. yeah. So shifting into New York City questions, mm-hmm. what do you feel like was the hardest part slash the best part about moving to New York City after going to college in Florida? Ooh, this one's hard. Well, I'm gonna break it out into two parts. Like mm-hmm. the worst part was leaving my family like I have such a good relationship with my parents Mm -hmm. and not seeing their faces every day was really hard for me Mm -hmm. and I remember the day I moved I was like literally sobbing on my like entire flight I was like I can't do this like I have to go back um but also I have just grown so fast Mm -hmm. like I moved to New York last year and the person I was last year and the person I am today is just so crazy to see how much you grow Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's part of being 100% on your own and not like having your parents like pay for anything and then also it's being in the city where everyone is just go 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 really just made me who I am today yeah no I totally agree and I also feel like I get a lot of questions about dealing with being homesick Mm -hmm. that's one that I literally get all the time It sounds like you're, like, pretty close with your family, too. Do you have any tips for people who are dealing with being homesick? Maybe it's, like, the first few months that they move. I feel like the first few months for me were, like, really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's really sad. I only see my parents maybe two times a year. Like, when we actually see each other in person. Um, But, you know, we're lucky to have, like, things like FaceTime. Yeah. And, you know, like, you can call your parents up whenever. I literally call my mom, like, three times a day. And I'm like, just wanted to see you. <laughs> no, yeah, that's really true. I feel like people, it's never going to be like the same as right. being like in person with your parents, but it does make it a lot easier. I always wonder like what people did before <laughs> FaceTime. Oh my like gosh, that'd be yeah. so sad. No. Um, and what also do you think are some like expectations versus realities of living in the city? 
I feel like one expectation, this is honestly like a positive expectation, oh. but whenever I moved here, like obviously I'm from Florida, I'm from mm. the South, everyone's super nice, mm. and when I moved here, I was so scared about the stereotype of like New Yorkers yeah. are so mean, and you know, you'll definitely get on the subway and people will be really scary and yeah. just really rude, but at the same time, the people in New York are just so kind-hearted at times, and like mm. I've noticed, for example, a few days ago, I was on the subway and this woman she was a mother and like first of all mothers in new york are super women i don't know how they do it she was carrying her baby in the stroller up the stairs like by herself and i was like oh my gosh like what in the world and then this random woman like just grabbed part of the baby's stroller to help her up and they they didn't know each other and she's like thank you so much and the woman's like no problem like have a good day and like mm. you know you you'll find like really kind-hearted people like that um that are just willing to help no i love seeing moments mm-hmm. like that no it makes it's me just so like happy. warms your heart yeah. so much like these people are like totally strangers yeah. but they're being so kind to each other no of course um i think that's really true and i do feel like people are also like willing to help yeah like if something happens mm-hmm. i thought like when i moved here that if like something happened like on the subway or something or i don't i can't even think of like a specific moment or like when you're lost and like yeah. you don't know where to go yeah. people are always willing to help yeah they'll look like they're not yeah, I know. <laughs> too, but like if you ask anyone's gonna help you out yeah. even if they have headphones in like no. they'll take them out they'll exactly. like do something yeah. for you no i think it's just their face like their face is really scary but then like once you talk to them like oh my gosh yeah also you touched on the financial side of living here it's really expensive Mm -hmm. and i know that you're super into budgeting and Mm -hmm. keeping track of your finances how do you think you can be financially stable while living in such an expensive city i think when i first moved here i was really really scared about how i would be able to like manage my money just because rent alone Mm. is just so expensive like i come from florida where like it's $900 for an apartment and you split it with a person. It's like super cheap to New York city where, and you have your own bedroom, your own bathroom. Here it's like, you live in a shoebox, you're paying like two to $3,000. And it's just like, how do you do that? I feel my biggest tip is just, you need to budget. Like it's a must. Whenever I first moved here, I created this Excel sheet, how much my rent costs. Like I made a like fixed monthly expenses Mm. of reoccurring payments. So like your rent you know, your phone bill, your metro card, Mm. laundry, whatever. And I kind of divide it out into payments so that I'm constantly like setting aside my paycheck for that. So I never will run out. And then with whatever leftover money I have, I like put some into savings and then Mm. like just whatever you, it's honestly how you prioritize it and like what's most important to you. So like for me, it's saving Mm. and shopping like that's it yeah (laughs) but I hate putting money towards food but like if going Mm -hmm. out and like getting a drink is really important to you then you need to set aside the money to do so yeah yeah I definitely feel like it's about prioritizing Mm -hmm. and just knowing that like you can't do it all I feel like some people are like I like to do everything (laughs) it's like okay that's not gonna work (laughs) and you really have to sit down have a little come to Jesus moment with yourself and be like I need like three things that like I'm willing to splurge on and then besides that you have to cut from other places yeah which I think is important. I think the food thing is a big thing. Yeah. Especially here, there are so many good restaurants that it's so easy to just want to eat out all the time. Yeah. But at the same time, it is fun. Like, it's a very social thing in New mm-hmm. York. Like, going out with your coworkers one night yeah. and then, like, on the weekends. And so I would say maybe pick, like, 
two nights a week that you're gonna do yeah. that i don't even feel like i eat out two nights a week Are, probably really? once you're so good i don't know yeah. it's the trader joe's thing I know, trader joe's is the best also like if you move here like you need to shop at trader joe's yeah. only because it's just normal prices and yeah. like i'll like leave trader joe's only spending like 50 dollars for the whole week and it's like the best yeah i had someone comment on my video recently they're like how did you get all that stuff for 55 dollars and i was like you don't understand it's yeah, trader joe's yeah. Because any other place in the city, I feel like that's the one place where the prices are the same that they're in other states. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But everywhere else you go in New York, everything's going to be, scary. like, double the price. Yeah. At least compared to Texas, no. where things like, are super cheap. There's, like, this grocery store over here. A little thing of pasta was, like, $4.99. And I was right. like, $3.99. <laughs> like, how did that happen? Yeah. And so you said your favorite way to budget is with Excel. Yeah. I I don't know. I know there are apps and like, I Mm. honestly should look into it, but I get like this high whenever I like open up my Google (laughs) sheet and I start inputting like how much credit card debt I have. And then like, I figure out these pieces and it's just like really fun, like doing it yourself. But like, obviously if you hate it, you know, there are apps that, you know. Yeah. I think it depends on like your personality because some people are really self-disciplined to like keep up with an excel sheet but then i know some people it's like they're not actually gonna Mm -hmm. like put in their stuff and so an app little plug if you guys need an app (laughs) empower is a really good app i do sponsorships with them but they are really great they like track your expenses if you're not an excel gal then that (laughs) one works and then so those are all like the new york questions i had mm-hmm. but i wanted to do just like a few last like little q a questions from like viewers that i've gotten one of the big ones is what's the best way to like put yourself out there when you don't know anyone in a new city like when you're making friends yeah okay this one's actually very interesting because i came to new york and like literally did not know a single soul mm-hmm. like no one i mean i came here with my boyfriend and i, I obviously i knew my boyfriend but yeah i didn't know anyone I was really scared about making friends and one of my best friends now she like reached out to me on Instagram like we had never met Mm. and she saw that I just moved to New York and she was hey like we should meet up it was that easy she was like we should get a coffee one time and so we did and now we're best friends but it's that easy like even if you stalk someone on social media Mm. and like you guys are following each other it's just so easy to say let's grab a coffee from there you know you can make so many friendships and I feel like even in my job, like, I've made so many, like, good friends. But, like, also I'm lucky because everyone is, like, around the same age as me. Yeah. Which usually isn't the case at, like, yeah. other companies. Yeah. I definitely feel like taking the first step and just, like, messaging someone. Yeah. Like, you seem kind of creepy. <laughs> and it does feel a little bit like you're, like, I don't know, dating almost. Yeah. Like, you're just putting yourself out there. But I, like, that's how I've met a lot of people in the mm-hmm. city, too, is just, like, even people who've, like, watched my videos are like, hey, would you want to meet up? I'm like, yeah, and, like, now we're friends. Yeah. And so I feel like it's just, like, taking that first step, and it may be kind of, like, nerve-wracking to yeah. do, but it can be really useful when you're living in such a big place where it can be, like, mm-hmm. hard to meet people. Was there, like, one... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got a little cough. Was there, like, one big moment that was, like, a culture shock moving here? Or did you feel like it was all pretty just Mm, normal? I feel like I had zero expectations. Like, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. And I just kind of rolled with it. Like, I think having no expectations Mm -hmm. is going to help you out in the, like, long run. Because, like, I knew rent was going to be expensive. I knew, like, my apartment wouldn't have, like, been the biggest that I wanted. Um, 
and like I knew people would be mean on the street sometimes mm. like I literally just had zero expectations so I don't think there was like one thing that kind of like like stood out and scared me well actually mm. one thing I didn't realize there would be as many crazy people on the subway like literally it's every day and like every, day, every time no matter like every single day but now I'm just like used to it and I'm like okay hi how are you like, <laughs> I, at first I was really terrified and I was like oh my gosh is this normal and you like look around and you're like no one's reacting yeah, literally like I guess no one's normal and yeah. it is yeah that's it's honestly just... the biggest one is like no one reacts to anything that happens yeah. you know someone can be shouting at you and whatever mm. it's just people are like hey bye yeah you know? And then the last very random one is how did you actually find your apartment? Because I know that's a big thing for people moving here is Mm -hmm. do I use like Street Easy? Do I get a realtor? Because you got like a pretty good deal on yours too. Like what are your tips? So my biggest tip is you have to move to New York in the wintertime or like get an apartment in the winter. Not do July. Like never do summer (laughs) because that's when people are looking the most. And like, I feel like a lot of people Mm -hmm. graduate May. A lot of people are looking for apartments, but if you're able to, like the wintertime, you can find so many great deals because no one wants to move Mm -hmm. when it's like negative two degrees. And then also I used Street Easy for a little bit, Mm -hmm. but the apartment that I live in now was wasn't on street easy mm. we called a realtor that was selling a different apartment on street easy mm. and so he showed us this one and like i just fell in love Aww. and was like super happy to you know have found this gem mm. but i think a realtor honestly might be the better way to go yeah sometimes because i just feel like you can say this is what i want i want like yeah. a lot of lighting i want like white walls like whatever and mm. like their job is to obviously like find yeah. that for you but also street easy you can find a lot of great deals mm-hmm. too yeah i found mine on street easy which was nice but i do feel like whenever you do it through a realtor they know so many more that yeah. aren't on the market exactly. that it's like not mm-hmm. everyone's like trying to go for yeah so like sometimes you do have to pay them a little more but i feel like it could be worth it yeah because you could get like a place that's probably cheaper exactly. too in the long run versus i feel like a lot of the street easy apartments are really expensive but yeah that was my last question thank you so much if you guys want to check out lara's instagram i will have it in the show notes of the podcast (laughs) she does really cool new york city content you should definitely check her out and if you like neutral tones you will really (laughs) like her bye guys bye (laughs) so that is it for today's episode i really hope you guys enjoyed it and i hope you maybe learned a thing or two let me know if you did let me know if you liked it i really want this podcast to be something that is beneficial for you guys outside of just you know my youtube and instagram content so let me know what you feel like is missing would you like to see more solo episodes would you like to see more guests are there specific guests that you guys would like to see in the city check out these show notes if you guys want to check out Lara or my information is there as well i love you guys and i will see you guys in my next episode bye friends (laughs) 